Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary, coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions Broadcast Studio, your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary, with a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. You can find me online, social media, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk. You can email the show, couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Uh, coming up on the show today, I went to Flames Avalanche last night. We will discuss that, and we will get into... Uh, I, I said this week would be NHL Power Rankings. That noise is my chair. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that or not. Um, I said this week would be NHL Power Rankings. I've decided to just stick with NFL for now. Um, so we're going to rank the eight teams that are remaining in the postseason. And then we'll get to today's ticket at the end of the show, presented by... Betstamp. Download the Betstamp app, use the referral code COACH to let them know that I sent you. Uh, they really are the Trivago of sports gambling. We'll get into all of it a little bit later on. So, that's what's coming up on the show today. Thank you all so much for downloading and tuning in today. Hi, I'm Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein, and this is We Had No Idea. A podcast about world events that you know about. But might have fallen asleep for during history class. Or social studies, however you learned history in high school. Each week, we'll do a deep dive into important topics throughout history. So whether you already know everything or feel like you need to top up on some history, we'll be here for you. Listen to us each week wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! All right, so, um, was at the Flames against the Colorado Avalanche, and that one was eye-opening last night at Scotiabank Saddledome. It was so apparent that Colorado was the better team. And look... There are going to be nights where teams play better than others or whatever, but this was eye-opening for a number of different reasons. One, it really did show how far the Flames had to go. Like, you look at last night, um, with no Kale McCarr, the Avalanche completely, from pillar to post, dominated the Flames. I don't care about shot totals, I don't care about anything else you may have to say, about that game, if it is anything other than Colorado was clearly better than Calgary, you are sadly mistaken. That was just a sound and thorough ass kicking. The score is closer than it should have been. Um, Colorado was all over the flames right from the word go. Complete dominance. The Flames were slower to everything. They were slow in the neutral zone. They were turning pucks over. Any chance the Flames got felt like it was a mistake by Colorado. Like, that game went exactly how um, the, the Avalanche, I think, would have wanted it to go. They they dictated everything. So, for, for one standpoint, for the Flames, it was so clear how far behind they are from the top teams. And look, Colorado is not a top team, and we'll get to that in a second right now, but talent-wise, you bet your ass they're a top team in this league. That was, yeah, that, that, that was just such dominance. And for Calgary now, it's been an issue for a while, and it's creeping in again here. They looked slow. And for a while, you could kind of swipe that aside because, well, look, that the playoffs are played with a bit of a, a grittier edge to them, right? You know, like it's it's a bit more of a grinded style, and we can we can play that. Well, two things: one, you didn't; two, that's not how it's played anymore. Look at who made it to the like like look at the playoffs last season. Colorado won the damn thing. Speed, skill, Tampa Bay, 
Finish second. Speed, skill. Edmonton, who housed you in the playoffs, speed and skill. They got to the conference finals. Do you notice a pattern developing here? Like, yes, it, it is a it, it is a grind. And I I don't believe that if you just have a ten of uh, a team of a bunch of guys who are five foot eight, you're going to go on to to great things. Like there does need to be a bit of sandpaper to that. But that has to be a secondary option now. It can't be oh this guy's got sandpaper to his game and he can play a little bit. It has to be now oh this guy is a skilled player who's got some sandpaper to him. Um, that, that's what it has to be. And to continuously throw Lucic out in top six situations. And I get, he's been an easy punching bag for people, but it is the truth. It, he is like to put him out there in top six minutes right now is a, I think doing a disservice to your two big acquisitions in Nazem Kadri and in Jonathan Huberto, but it, it, it's just exposing your team. Like you are giving quality minutes to a guy who should not be in them. And I thought last night, again, it was exposed in a great way where the flames were just behind and just chasing everything. And then they, they, they felt a little lackadaisical too, to be perfectly honest with you. And that's kind of been a carryover now. Like they felt sleepy against Nashville. They felt sleepy in the last 40 minutes against the, the Dallas stars. This has been a bit of a carry over where this team hasn't really been able to get going. Lucic, I think, tried to spark that a little bit. He just couldn't catch anyone to hit them. Um, so it just, it felt like the Flames were really far behind last night. And look, they are in it, right? Like, they are, A, they're too good to go in the Connor Bedard, like, full-on tank. You might get lucky in the ping-pong balls if you miss the playoffs, but you, the, this team is not going to be bad enough to catch up in the tank wars, so to speak. Um, and I was, it's funny, I've been playing Grand Theft Auto 4 again, uh, cause I never fully got through it the last time. Not important. Anyway, one thing they said in there is you, you don't get to pick the rules. You can pick the game, but you can't pick the rules. The Flames picked the game of going for it. Now they have to go for it, right? These, these are the rules. You, you went for it. Instead of trading Kachuk for picks and prospects, you traded Matthew Kachuk for, um, established players, right? And like, to varying degrees. Huberto, very established. Uyghur, kind of. Uh, Schwint, not really. But for Calgary to make those moves and then go out and acquire Nazem Kadri, you are going for it, and you are going for it this year. So you have to continue down that going for it path. It just so happens now that that path is a little bit longer. Um, like, you look at the, the Western Conference standings. As we sit here recording today on this Thursday, in the West, the Flames are technically in the last playoff spot. Um, I say technically, that they're just exactly in the last playoff spot. They are two points up on the Colorado Avalanche, who have three games in hand. Colorado, I think, is so very obviously better than the Flames. So that would drop Minnesota into a wildcard spot. I don't know if you could say the Flames aren't better than Minnesota. I think that they are kind of on that level. I think the Flames are definitely worse than Edmonton. They're definitely worse than Vegas. Um, they're definitely worse than Colorado. And then after that, they're just kind of in that clump of, of teams. You need something to separate you from that clump. But like right now, they are seven points back of Vegas for top spot in the Pacific Division. They would need some kind of run right now to, to catch up with Vegas. Their best hope is LA or Seattle falling off. I think LA is going to make a real push for a defenseman here, at least one. And I'm, I'm done assuming Seattle is going to fall off. 
for the Flames now, it can't just be a, hey, look at this depth guy we brought in for a sixth. There needs to be a real difference maker brought in for the Flames if they're going to go where I think they want to go and where they thought they were going to be going at the, the beginning of the season. The issue again now for uh, for the Flames becomes the salary cap. Calgary at current time has $1.9 million in salary cap space. Uh, I, I am not sure if they're using LTIR right now. I can't imagine. Maybe Shillington? Yeah, Shillington uh, is technically on IR right now. Um, and apologies, I don't know what the difference is. So, but for, for Calgary, they have a $1.9 million in cap space to work with. They are going to have to get creative if they're going to make a move at the deadline that is going to, to help this team out. I think some of the help can come internally, but that's just not going to happen. Daryl, I think, sent a very clear message to Brad Treliving in a press conference when he said, yeah, we're not 10 back and we're not 10 up, so the, I can't play the kid. Um, the, it feels like there is a real staring contest right now, and in this city, Daryl's going to win that. So it's it's very clear that any potential help that could be coming from the American Hockey League and the Stockton Heat is going to be very limited by the coach's view of it, and that's just how it's going to be. This team needs to go out and make a big splash if they're going to do anything this postseason. The other reason it was so eye-opening eye last night is you look at the standings, Colorado has been banged up. They are on the outside looking in, and you think, okay, maybe this is, you know what, incredibly talented team, Stanley Cup hangover, maybe this is just an off year, and they come back stronger next year. That looked like the best team in the NHL last night. I get Boston, I get Vegas, I I, I understand, like Carolina, um, I, I all of you, fine, compelling arguments. Colorado plays like that last night, they win. That they are just better than everyone. And again, that's without Kale McCarr. Um, and with Landis Cog banged up, I, that there was some talk that they might be in on a, a Bo Horvat move. Uh, it sounds now like Boston is going to be the, the one who is going to, to try to make that move because they need the help. Um, that looked to me like a team every bit ready to go on another run. It would not surprise me in the slightest if they finished top spot in the, the central division here. Um, at the end of the season, like they, they looked that good last night. And I think that was to me such an eye opener when you kind of have this expectation of, yeah, like they're not really there. Um, maybe it's just a, they, they fell off a little bit or whatever it is, but it, it's not there for them this year. I think it's there for them this year. This team looks scary, scary good to me. Um, I, I think they are those dudes, once again, in the West. Again, 10 points is a lot to make up between them, Dallas, and Winnipeg, um, especially in, what is it, 39 games the rest of the way. I think Colorado wins that division still. I do. Um, and that might come up again here a little bit later on on the show today. So that is uh, some NHL talk. Just a quick thing. The Ivan Provorov situation, it's been so disappointing to see the reactions from everyone to that um, situation. And it really highlights why Knights like Hockey is for everyone, which has its own thing. Um, but why nights like that are so important because it's supposed to, like, it's it's the bare minimum. And that's the, the thing that's so fucking annoying is that the bare minimum that people are asking for in this moment, hopefully you'd be able to build off of the, the bare minimum, but the bare minimum people are asking for is just, hey, accept that some people who enjoy this sport and heaven forbid play this sport some people 
involved in this sport might just be a touch different than you. Whether it be beliefs, which fucking spare me. Um, but whether it be beliefs, whether it be sexual orientation, or a number of other things. Not everyone is going to quite fit into this box that some people are put are trying to put hockey fans into. It is infuriating. It is disappointing. All people are asking for is just accept that there are people who are, um, I don't even want to say different, but just people who are different than your perception of things and just accept them into this space. That's all they're asking for. That they are not, it's just, it's so infuriating that it's just, it's the bare minimum of just, hey, just accept and welcome. That's all you need to do and can't even do that. It's so, so incredibly disappointing. music that you hear on Couch Potato Diary is provided by Wasted Talent. You can find them on Instagram at Wasted Talent with X's where the A's would be and find their producer on Instagram at Tommy Fresh Music. All right, let's get into NFL power rankings. There are only eight teams left in the National Football League. Thus, we will only rank eight teams um, this week in the National Football League. Let's start at the bottom, work our way up. God bless them, the New York Giants tried their hardest, and boy, they played well. They are number eight on this list. Um, again, this is not a slight. You are one of the top eight teams left in the NFL. That that is, n Nothing in here is a slight. I was so impressed with what I saw from Daniel Jones. I think that's the best game he's played as a quarterback in the National Football League, and um, Saquon Barkley is an incredible talent. You just stack them up roster-wise with everyone else in the NFL left in the playoffs, and it's just not quite there. Jacksonville comes in at 7. That was a miraculous comeback. And when you look kind of a bit deeper at that game, some of the turnovers a little bit on the flukier side, so maybe there's uh, something there that... But, I mean, like, that that collapse shouldn't have been allowed to happen, and so I can't have Jacksonville any higher than 7. I have the Cowboys at 6, and that's just because we are now at a point where there are some really good football teams left um like we we have we have now finally weeded out just that grotesque middle area and uh, some could argue that with the giants being in here we haven't totally done that yet but for the most part we've weeded out that that middle area any of the like the the two any team that i mentioned from here on in I think has a very, very realistic chance of hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. I think the Cowboys could do it. Um, he might need some better kicking, but that the offense was rolling. The defense is scary. I am so intrigued by this matchup this week. At five, I have put Cincinnati. I still have some issues about the offensive line. I get the Baltimore Ravens defense. It's probably the best defense they're going to face in the playoffs. Um... I have some concerns about a defense that struggled as much against Baltimore with Huntley at quarterback and no weapons around him. So just a couple of question marks, but again, could very easily see Joe Burrow leading this team to a championship. At four, I have put the San Francisco 49ers. The weapons they have on offense are, are, are so scary. The domination they can put together on the defensive side of the ball is intimidating. This is 
a such a well-constructed football team. And I think the more I am seeing it, the more I am kind of kicking myself that I haven't had this team higher up in my power rankings. Maybe not necessarily in the rankings, but I should have been including them in this top tier all season long. At three, it is Buffalo. I think the game against Miami was more a scare than anything else. I think they had uh, a few minutes where... They just, they couldn't get the hands back on the steering wheel. And when, once they did, they kind of controlled the rest of the game. I think they will be back at it. Um, and then the top two teams, it's a little chalky, but the top two teams are the ones who didn't play last week. The Philadelphia Eagles in at two and Kansas City is your number one team. I can't wait for the playoffs. We're going to go into a full breakdown of every playoff game coming up on Fights and Football Friday. It is going to be a stacked Fights and Football Friday coming up on tomorrow's show. So that is our NFL Power Rankings for the NFL Divisional Round. When we come back, it is time for today's ticket presented by BetStamp. The studio sponsor for Coach Potato Diary is Clearwater Cleaning Solutions. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary. They have a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all your cleaning needs. All right, what do we have our eye on for today's ticket presented by BetStamp? Download the app, use the referral code COACH, and you can see all that... Um, all that this app can do and how it can help you with the return on your investment. You can track your picks, which we've gone over here. You can see all of the different lines for all of the different games and find just a little bit extra value to give you that extra return on the investment that you can or that, that you need to get that little bit of an edge. You see the value of multiple different sports books and the value of line shopping at BetStamp. Let's get into the NBA. Uh, one early game, we're not going to get into Bulls Pistons. Uh, let's go Celtics taking on the Golden State Warriors. Golden State with an impressive performance the other day. Uh, I'm not buying it to the extent that they're this close to the Boston Celtics. This line has moved a little bit as a lot of money has come in on Boston. We're going to go Celtics minus six and a half right now. Uh, and taking a look at it. Uh, oh, look at this. See the value here. Um, Bodog has it at minus seven. So if you're looking at Golden State, there's a number. But Bet99 has us at minus six. So we are going to click on uh, that one here. Um, there we go. Boston in at uh, Celtics minus six. We're going to stay in the NBA and jump to the Toronto Raptors taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Raptors coming into this one. It's pretty consensus. Minus five across the board. Uh, sorry, minus five and a half across the board. And the best number we can get that at is at bet 365 at the minus 110. So we are going to do just that. I think that is it for our NBA selections. Let's go into the NHL. It is a busy night, as uh, Thursdays generally are in the National Hockey League. It's nice doing this on a Thursday to have all of this selection to uh, to, to pick from. But the problem is, it, it might it might be too much selection to, to pick from, because there, there's a lot of games and nothing is really jumping out. There are some interesting hockey contests tonight. Like, I'm interested to see how the, the Jets do going up against the, the Maple Leafs at 5 o'clock tonight. Um, that Bruins-Rangers game is going to be just a whole lot of fun. And you know what? Actually, 
Um, let's go Boston, just straight up money line here. Very rarely are we going to get the, the Boston Bruins in the minus 110 range. That's where we have them tonight. Um, and that number coming to us from Bodog. So let's take advantage of getting one of the best teams in the NHL at just minus 110 for the evening, shall we? Uh, there's, like I said, a couple of other, uh, of, couple of other intriguing games tonight. Tampa Bay taking on the uh, Edmonton Oilers. The Oilers actually favored in that game. Uh, so let's go lightning money line on that one. The plus one and a half uh, in that game is in the like minus 200s. So we're not going to we're not going to dabble with that. But we got some plus money at bet 365 with the Tampa Bay Lightning. So we are going to click on that one for sure. Um, and there was one more on here that I thought caught my attention. Maybe not. Really good game tonight with Nashville taking on the Blues. So, an intriguing sports night this evening. Also, you know what? Um, I meant to do this before and I didn't. Let's go to the futures market. Let's go NHL regular season, central division in season. And we are going to go Colorado Avalanche plus 650 at William Hill. That is what we are doing, uh, for this one today. So, to recap... Colorado Avalanche to win their division at plus 650. Uh, we are going to do that. We are going to go the Tampa Bay Lightning to beat the Oilers, plus 105. The Boston Bruins to win straight up at minus 110. The Raptors, minus 5.5 against the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight. And the Boston Celtics, minus 6 uh, against the... Um, against the Golden State Warriors. We are going to track that bet slip. And there... You have today's ticket presented by Betstamp. You just saw it in there. The uh, a couple of games where we got an extra half point. We got um, a, a bit more juice on some of the odds. Just those little wins here and there can get you the best return on your investment. Download the Betstamp app. Use the referral code COUCH to let them know that I sent you. That is today's ticket. That is today's show. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Please remember, rate, review, subscribe wherever possible. Thank you to Betstamp, and thank you to Clearwater Cleaning Solutions, the studio sponsor for Couch Potato Diary. We'll be back tomorrow. It is a jam-packed fights and football Friday coming up on the show tomorrow, so I will talk to you all then. Have a good one, everyone. I'm out.